Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is a special edition of Media Night Radio. Uh, as you all know, we are having on our airwaves Barbara Allen Woods, and we are happy to have her uh, and welcome her to the airwaves on Media Night Radio. Fans know Barbara best for her portrayal of one of the original characters, Deb Scott, on the hit primetime drama, One Tree Hill. Lucky for us, Barbara will be bringing back the character of Deb to our screens in One Tree Hill's ninth and final season. But before One Tree Hill came calling, Barbara had graced the silver screen as well as our TV screens. It all started with Barbara's starring role of Diane Zielinski on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. This led to guest starring roles in such dramas as Allie McBeal, Picket Fences, Married with Children, and Desperate Housewives. In 2010, on a brief break from One Tree Hill, Barbara portrayed recurring character Barbara Jansen on the popular primetime drama The Gates. Let's welcome Barbara Allen Woods. Hi, Barbara. Hi, it's so great to be here talking about One Tree Hill. I'm so sad, though. I know. I know. It's been so much a part of our lives for so long, and I can't believe it's about to end. It is. It's kind of hard to believe that it's about to end, but it did get through nine seasons. And that, yes, 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 most most definitely. Um, Barbara, you were born in Chicago, Illinois. Yes, what was it like growing up in Chicago? Well, I led a very normal, suburban, wonderful life. I went to school like most children do at the school down the street, had my friends in the neighborhood, and I always dreamt about being an actress but never really knew how to attain that goal um, because, you know, your next-door neighbor wasn't in a series. You know, it's like just a very normal existence. and. So different than how I'm raising my children, but um, I I love the way I grew up. I had a very stable family environment, and I'm my family's still in Chicago. People don't leave for you know you grow up in Chicago and you just stay there your whole life. You don't leave. Um, yeah, it was it was really really a great childhood. What brought you out to Los Angeles? Well, um, just to backtrack a little bit, I I majored in theater in college and decided to pursue that goal like I had, you know, thought about doing when I was younger. Um, And when you're an actress in Chicago, especially then, that's sort of what you did. You did theater. And so I I worked on the stage for a bit in Chicago. And um, actually, my boyfriend, who you probably all know, who is Neil Flynn on The Middle, who was also on Scrubs, Yes. Um, and he's, he's still a very good friend of mine. Um, the two of us decided to head out to to Los Angeles to um, start auditioning, and we would uh, drive out for pilot season. And started auditioning and working, and then eventually both of us moved out here. And, um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't enough work in Chicago to work as, um, you know, an actress who actually made money. You know, there wasn't enough money to be made in the theater, so most actors eventually made the move out to Los Angeles, and so that's what we did. Great story. Yeah. That's a great story about, you know, picking up and, and going to L.A. And, and why you did it and going out with a friend. And 
That's that's amazing. That's amazing. What uh, what differences uh, since you have children now? What differences do you see uh, between the way you you grew up in Chicago and and the way that they're growing up in Los Angeles now? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, all three of them. I have a four year old, a nine year old, and an eleven year old, and all three of them work full time in the business. They're all actresses. So right there, it, you know, it's such a major difference. I mean, I think it would be different even if they weren't in the business, just growing up in Los Angeles um, versus Chicago suburbs. But right. because, because they are in the business and because they do work full-time, um, you know, they're homeschooled. I, I, they don't go to school. I homeschool them. Um, they get up in the morning and either go to auditions or go to their little schoolroom in the house or they go to work. So, I mean, there are practically no similarities between the way I grew up and they grew up other than my husband and I just try to keep a very stable, normal life when they're not working. You know, we celebrate holidays just like everybody else, and we go to movies and we have game night and movie night and popcorn night. And, you know, we just, because it's such a um, an unstable adult world that they live in, we try to bring as much normalcy as possible to, you know, the the rare times that they do have free time. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably isn't much. It's not much. It's really honestly not much. Oh wow. Um okay, so when this is this is this is going back. When you posed for Playboy in nineteen ninety three as part of the promotion for the series Eden, did you have any idea the impact that would make that would make on your career and the opportunities that would present themselves as a result of it. The, the better question is, did I have any idea that I would be giving birth to three daughters, <laughs> and I would have to let them know at some point that I did that? It's so funny, you know, because my mom, as supportive as my parents have always been, she did sort of throw in there, you know, just keep in mind that eventually you'll probably have kids, you know, and they'll probably find out about this. Um, but the good news is that, you know, they understand that they, because they understand the business so well because they're in it, they understand that, you know, some of the jobs we do are not necessarily who we are, but we're doing things to progress our, our careers. And um, I've, uh, I've never been shy, needless to say, um, and I'm so happy that I, I did that. Um, I, it's funny because I just saw um, – this whole story on Hugh Hafner last night and the amazing life that he's had. And I did, you know, get to meet him, and I went to the mansion and hung out with some of the playmates and so forth. And I, I, I will never regret that part of my life. It was such an exciting time for me, especially because I was single and wasn't answering to anybody. And I am completely open with my children. I tell, I've told them everything that I've done and absolutely no regrets. Um, and it did open some doors for me. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, the actress who can sort of take on sexy roles who, you know, can act. It was mm-hmm. kind of a nice niche for me for a while. Absolutely. And and you do it. I mean, you're one of the most beautiful women on TV, and I say that with, uh, yes, you are. Uh, and so, Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and I say that with, you know, all uh, all honesty and uh you know, there's 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 a lot out there, and I think that you have um, made you know a mark for yourself in in 
in spite of what you've done in the past, you have made a mark for yourself in your acting ability and your acting role to choose. So. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You were in the very controversial movie at that time, of course. It's not controversial anymore. But uh, Striptease with uh, Demi Moore. What did that experience teach you about the industry? It's actually controversial once again. It's been in all the, you know, with all the, with the news going on right now about Demi, it's, um, it's all over the place. Um, and so I've been getting a lot of calls recently because a lot of people have seen me in footage since all of that has been going on. It's interesting how things come up again. But um, that was just, you know, that was a great experience. I worked with Zing Rames, and um, it was one of my first really enormous big studio movies. Uh, working on location, away from home for a long time, um, you know, just taking on the whole idea of dancing with a snake and doing something that I was out of my comfort zone. Um, right. It was a, it was a great experience, and it was um, a nice little introduction to how the whole enormous uh, movie industry really works. So, um, yeah, it was it was really. Uh, once again, a great time for me to be away and single and doing my own thing. There's such a difference between going away for work now and going away then, <laughs> when I when nobody needed me. Oh, um, I can imagine. Yeah, major difference. But um, yeah, striptease was wonderful. I, it was a shame that the movie didn't do better. I, I loved the novel, and I was so excited to be um, connected to the the project. Um, and it could have been so much better, but. Um, you know, the actual process of being in it was really a great experience. That's awesome. You said that you're getting calls now because they've seen footage. Is this opening up uh, some uh, doors for you again? No, not necessarily. People that, you know, personal calls. You know, I saw you on so-and-so footage because they're showing all this Demi footage where all the, you know, the things that she's going through right now. And it's just right. reminding people that I was even in that movie because it's been some time now. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, though, for One Tree Hill. It's always that's good, absolutely. Sweet. I always say, say that to my kids, you know, good footage, bad footage, it doesn't even matter as long as it's out there. Absolutely. Okay, well, let's talk about One Tree Hill. What initially attracted you to the script for One Tree Hill? That's funny. I was doing a recurring role on a show called American Dreams and very happy to be doing it because it was in town and I had just had a baby and um, nursing and the whole deal. So I wanted to be close to her and um, great that I, you know, landed a job so quickly after having a baby. So um, I had been given the script that day and had to go in the next morning. And I originally said, there's no way I could, I can go. I'll be working late tonight and I won't be able to do it. Then while I was on set at American Dreams, I just glanced at it. I thought, I'll just take a look. I have nothing else to do. And I was mesmerized. I absolutely fell in love with the character, loved the dialogue, um, just loved, ended up reading the whole script, fell in love with it, and decided I'm just going to show up, probably unprepared, but I'm just I'm going to go. I can't turn this down. Then I had heard that they were interested off my tape, but that I would be flying to North Carolina to read with the actor who was already cast as the husband, who was Paul Johansson. Right. So um, I didn't want to leave my kids. I was nursing. I refused to leave my children behind. We all got on a plane and headed out to North Carolina just so that I could test with Paul. 
thinking that if I were to get this, it would be a few episodes, which would be great. Well, I got the job, and we never went home. Um, We ended up with, you know, a suitcase each, and I think we didn't, from that day, I don't think we went home for another three months. I ended up, you know, being picked up as a regular, and, you know, nine years later, the show's about to go off the air. It's crazy. Wow. What do you think? It is about One Tree Hill that keeps the fans fighting for the show so vehemently and the loyalty to it. What do you think it is? Well, it's funny. It's um, it's so interesting. You know, we're in pilot season right now in Los Angeles is when they're doing, you know, writing and, and casting all the new pilots. And it's really crazy, you know, the shows that hit and the shows that don't. And it really is almost always character-driven. I think Mark Schwann just knows how to write these characters and they're real, and he knows how to incorporate comedy. Um, the, the characters are not perfect, uh, but still the ones that are not perfect are extremely life. I mean, my character is nothing but perfect. I mean, not anything but perfect, but she's still likable for some reason. I mean, Dan Scott, my God, you know, he's murdered people, and for some reason people still like him. And, you know, I'd like to give all the credit to the actors, and, um, you know, I do give a lot of credit to a lot of Mark's actors on the show, but it's the writing. He knows how to um, somehow get the audience to like these imperfect characters, and it's just some sort of magic in his writing. Well, I think I also think that, that you know, I know that Deb has had so many challenges, but you can see why when she has a husband the way she does. You know, yeah. I mean, you can relate to that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you should, you know, you have a bad husband, so you try to kill him and blow up an entire building. But but certainly the women out there, I think, can relate to why I've done the things I've done. Um, And that's the other thing. I mean, he just makes very relatable characters. Absolutely. That's what I was completely drawn to just in the first episode that I did. I was just, I can so understand where she's coming from. And that's the way I've always tried to play her, too. I want people to be able to relate to why she does the things she does. Yeah. Oh, well, you do it. You do it so well, definitely. Oh, my God. Thank you, Bob. Oh, you're welcome. Now, okay, so now that One Tree Hill is in its ninth and final season, without giving anything away, because I know you're contractually bound and all of that, what can we look forward to seeing this season? Well, um, all I can say is that you won't be disappointed in the way it ends. I mean, he wraps it up in a very classy way. We'll see some remnants of a lot of remnants of the past. Um, I know that the fans, most of the fans who are watching it now have watched it the entire nine years. And, you know, they feel close to a lot of the footage from the first few seasons. You'll see a lot of uh, flashbacks and some old characters coming back. And it's wrapped up in such a nice, classy way. I was so, so fulfilled when I read the final couple episodes. And I cried. And, um, you know, what's so great about the show is that a lot of the the people who watch the show now are in their 30s and they've been watching since they're, you know, 20 years old or maybe teenagers. And so they feel like they've grown up with it. So it's not just the show ending. They're sort of thinking back to the first few um, 
seasons and where they were then and where they are now. And um, so, you know, it's a, it's a whole reminiscing for all of us. And truthfully, shooting the last few episodes was really difficult. There was kind of a hush throughout the studio, and um, even amongst the crew, a lot of the crew have been there since day one. So, you know, you talk about family. You really do make a family in nine years. And it was difficult walking away from it. I I bet I bet it was. I mean, it was probably uh, a very unique experience of uh, being on One Tree Hill and, and being and filming in a place that is, you know, uh unusual. Uh North Carolina is not some place that you that you know, walking when I when I left um the show, leaving the show was hard. Leaving North Carolina was even more difficult especially because I raised my children there, which was an absolute paradise place to raise your kids. Um, so when they asked me to come back to finish off the season, I was sort of torn, not because I didn't want to come back, because I didn't want to say goodbye again. I didn't want to go through that trauma again of having to say goodbye. And I think it was harder the second time because I knew this was a final. The first time I left, I thought, oh, I'll be coming back. I'll see everybody again. But this time I knew it was done. So, yeah, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina is maybe the prettiest place on the planet. I, I will have to visit it. I've never I've never been there, but I will have to visit. Oh, uh, is there any um, is there anything that you would like to say to the fans of One Tree Hill? Well, mostly, you know, even for the time that I was gone, it was such a nice feeling to know that it was still on the air and we all know why it was because of these amazing fans and um before i left um when i went back for the first episode i went back for sophia bush talked me into getting a twitter account and until then i had no idea how hands-on the fans were because now i'm back and forth all the time and tweeting as much as i possibly can um they are so supportive I mean, I, I did one episode of Star Trek, and I compare them to the Star Trek fans because they're so completely, I don't want to say obsessive because that sounds like a negative term. They are just so devoted, um, right. and it's really because of them that the show has been on for so long. So for whatever reason they have continued to watch, we really owe all of the thanks to them. Oh, that's, that's nice. Um what uh, do you have any projects that you can share with us right now? Or yes, no. and I'll, I'll do a couple shout outs for my kids too. But um, I just finished a comedy called Taste It. Uh, I was in Miami shooting. Um, I've been back and forth. I just completed that. Um, it was an independent film, and I'll I'll tweet as soon as I know more information so people can catch that. But I just finished uh, production on that. Um, and my daughter, Emily Allen Lind, is on a show called Revenge on ABC. Yes. And um, she plays the young Amanda. She just booked a pilot for NBC, so she'll be shooting that this, this week called Beautiful People. My little one, my four-year-old, Olivia Allen Lind, is on Young and the Restless full-time. She plays Little Faith, um, which has been a lot of fun for her. And my oldest, Natalie Allen Lind, just finished a movie for Lifetime called Playdate which should be airing within the next six months. Um, and my 
like coming out with Maggie Gyllenhaal, playing Maggie Gyllenhaal's daughter, um, and it's called Won't Back Down. And that should be out in about three or four months. So they're very busy, and I'm busy, and I don't know how we manage to do it, but, um, you know, we just go day by day. And your and your husband, what is he working on now? He's an assistant director, and he's in Vancouver working on a movie with Billy Bob Thornton. Um, so he's been, I've been a single mom for the last three months. Oh, yeah, he gets back the end of March, so my life will get a little bit easier then. But um, yeah, when he when he works, it's usually out of town, which is no fun for us. But that's the way it is. Oh, oh, have you been able to go up to Vancouver? Because it's beautiful up there. Oh yeah, I mean I've worked up there several times, but no, because you know we're all working, so we just don't we're not able to get away. Uh, but that's okay. He'll do his thing, and it's cold there. He said right now, uh, you know, so. Um, when he's done, he'll come back and, uh, you know, help me out a little bit, and so I can travel as well. You know, we just sort of play tag team and get it done. You do a fabulous job. I can't even imagine, like, having three girls in the industry, you know, besides yourself being an actress, and then being a mom on top of that. Yeah, well, it's certainly 24-7, but... um, you know, we get it done, and I think, you know, they're all very happy doing what they do, and if they weren't, we would figure out something else. But for now, it's working out. It's good. It's all good. Wonderful. Carrie, uh, my producer, Carrie, did you have a question for Barbara? Carrie? Hello, hello? Are you there? there. You guys there? Yes, we're here. Hi, hi, Barbara. I just wanted to ask you one thing. I am like a really big fan of the show. I've been a fan of the show for a long time, Aww. and you're one of my favorite characters. But what I wanted to ask is, how is the cast taking this whole this end? I mean, are they are they as emotional as you have been through this interview? Um, everybody was very emotional. I mean, if you can picture Paul emotional, he was emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody was feeling the same way. I mean, I think that there's some relief as well involved. I worked a lot with Joy, and, you know, she's just had a little one. So I think she'll be happy to be spending some more time with her little girl. Um, But it's a shock because you're sort of on automatic pilot when you're doing a series and you have a large role in the series like she does. Um, You just kind of keep grinding. You keep getting it. You go to work. Your hours are long. You know, you fit in family time whenever you can, but it's a lot of work. I mean, people see that it's a glamorous, you know, they think it's a glamorous profession, but it is, it takes up your whole life. And so I think, um, you know, to go from all to all of a sudden nothing if you don't go to another job right away, it's kind of a shock to the system. But it'll be great for everyone to have a break, um, you know, before they go on to the next project. It will be no problem for anybody on that show to get another job if they decide to. Um, but I think I think they're all looking forward to a little bit of a break. Yeah, I can imagine that because if you guys have worked, I mean, pretty much a lot of them have worked nonstop. Like you said, it's been every every season, and the main characters especially. It's just a sad thing to see go. I mean, I know last year they were saying it might be the end of the the time last year, the end of the season, but they they brought it back for one more season. I'm excited to see how they end it, though, when you were talking about how the end comes. 
So my DVR is programmed. <laughs> well, just get, get the Kleenex out because it's kind of sad. But um, I'm really hoping that the fans get together and, um, you know, to petition for a feature film, One Tree Hill the feature, and bring Hillary back. And, um, you know, Chad, Chad, uh, Chad played my daughter's father in a movie called Haunting in Georgia. So during oh. my hiatus, I was able to spend a few months with him in um, – Louisiana, and he's doing so well and looks so amazing. Um, so it, it was just kind of neat to be with him, and you know, just as the mom on the set playing my little girl's father. <laughs> um, it was really neat, and uh, he's got such such a great you know career going. And um, anyway, I'm, I have someone staring at me right now because they're wondering what is that Looney Tune doing in the car. Outside, talking on the phone for a half hour, so that's why I was distracted there for a second. But um, anyway, it's uh, it'll be it'll be great for the fans to see how everybody's wrapped up and just see glimpses of what's happened to all the different careers, you know, in the few years that you haven't seen Hillary and Chad and myself and um, a few of the other characters. I guess I'm not supposed to say who's coming back, but by now I think most people know. Okay. I'm looking. For, I didn't know anyone was coming back, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, you, you won't be disappointed for sure. Well, that's good to hear. Well, we'll try to petition for a One Tree Hill uh, uh, feature film, though. That's Deb and I's little. That'll be on our list. <laughs> yeah, that'll be our little little project. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Absolutely. If Sex in the City can do it, why not One Tree Hill? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking the time with us, Barbara. It was a pleasure, a distinct pleasure having you uh, with us, and uh, thank you so much for your time and continued success always. Thanks so much for talking. It was really fun. Absolutely. Bye, Barbara. Thank okay. you very much, Barbara. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. This will conclude our, our interview with Barbara Allen everyone have a good day.